What if the way you've been telling your life story reveals the secret to what is holding you back? Stories play an integral part in how we see not only ourselves, but the whole world. Stories are more than just an important part of communication. They also reveal hidden aspects of our inner talk, which can either support us or end up holding us back from the very things we want most in life without us even realizing it. Join author, mindset coach, and award-winning singer-songwriter Carrie Rowan on her show, Look for the Good, every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. when she shares nuggets of wisdom from her internationally best-selling book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. Carrie's powerful stories and compelling guests will empower you to change how you look at your own life while giving you some powerful tools and tips you can use every day to help you feel better and move yourself closer to the life you've been longing to live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Look for the Good. I'm your host, Carrie Rowan, mindset strategist and coach, and I love sharing nuggets of wisdom about the stories we tell each other and, more importantly, the stories we tell ourselves. So join me and my special guests as we share our personal stories of strength and triumph every week on Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. You can listen online in your mobile device or in your car or ask Alexa to play Dream Vision 7 Radio. Tune in every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. to get real stories and tips on how to turn your story and your life around and evolve with us as we unite humankind with universal love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Look for the Good. I'm super excited about our special guest today. And as you know, we're always talking about our stories, right? Those little stories that we're telling, not only ourselves, but we tell everybody else because there's so much gems of wisdom in our stories. Our stories are like a little microcosm of our lives, right? And inside those stories, when we can dig inside and look at what they really mean, what's the meaning behind that story? What's the meaning I've given something that happened in my life? When we can rearrange those thoughts and those stories, we can rearrange our whole life. And that's a quick way to get a more, a brighter look for the good mindset, right? Which is what we're here to talk about today. So with no further ado, drum roll, I'd like to introduce my friend, and we know each other from a really cool mastermind that we're on together, uh, Megan Benson. Hello, Megan. Nice to have you. (laughs) Thank you. Nice to be here. And um, as you can see um, in the upper left-hand corner, that Megan is the doctor of fun. And I just love that title. We both have kind of an interesting title on our pages here. And um, so our guest today is known worldwide, as I just said, the doctor of fun. And as a speaker and trainer with expertise in communication, leadership, professional development, and relationships, she's delivered unique and transformative events around the country for over two decades, impacting thousands of lives. She's been featured on several national media outlets and has a recurring role on an ABC show teaching viewers about her winning formula. The Doctor of Fun is joining us today to share her prescription for happiness that many people crave as a result of the overwhelming stress in their lives. Please welcome Megan Benson. Hello, Megan. Thank you, Carrie. So nice to be here on your show. Appreciate the invitation. Absolutely. It's so great to have you here. Um, And I just love, well, I love everything about what you do because I'm all about fun myself. And, um, you know, it's really important. And I think it's one of those things that we just sort of forget about as we get older. We have so many responsibilities, so much to do. Our to-do lists are a mile long. You know, we're always so focused on do, do, do and taking so much responsibility. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do that. Of course, we have to do that in our lives. But we forget about fun as we get older. Why is that? Why do we do that? Oh, 
Uh, well, because it's been, it's something that's been ingrained in us since our childhood. There's this little, what I call the single biggest lie that we've been told our entire lives. And it is the idea of the pursuit of happiness, <laughs> <laughs> that, that happiness is something to be earned, you know, that it's mm -hmm. saved for the end, that fun is a reward. Um, and it couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, the reality is if we're not incorporating fun and making our life joyful, uh, there's a lot of detrimental things that can happen to us as a result. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just love that. Um, and, you know, it's just one of those things that I, I think over time, we sort of forget how to do it. Like, I know when I have a new client come on board, and, you know, I mostly work with women and I will ask them, what is it that you love? You know, what is it that you used to do? Because we forget, I don't know what I love, you know, we're moms and working, we're so busy, you know, we're, we're thinking of everybody else a lot of times first. So, um, you know, reminding people and tapping into ourselves again and remembering what we did as kids, because like you mentioned kids being a kid, fun was our middle name. It is all we did, right? In order to learn, we played. And that's what made life so joyful back then. Well, and our bodies haven't really changed as far as the wiring goes, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, and so as kids, that was very, very intuitive for us to be able to do that because playing, I, I mean, neurologically, and this is something that I've been bringing a lot into what I'm teaching now is the neuroscience behind it all, because there are actually parts of your brain that can only be activated when you're having fun and playing. And mm. uh, so we can learn so much from that, you know, child inside that was creative and innovative and playful and joyful. Um, we really need to get back to that because that's what helps us get through all of this stuff that we now face as adults. Exactly. Because there is so much hard stuff to get over, right? And it's like, we need to have that fun mindset, you know, and it's interesting because as a musician for many, many years, it was my work, right? It's what I did for a living after I left my corporate job. And, um, but we called it play, right? You don't say I'm going out to work. You say, oh, I'm going to go play. And we used to, you know, kind of banter about that with, because I played also with a best friend of mine. I mean, what kind of a job was that? I get to go on the road with a best friend and we're going to laugh and have fun and play music and make people feel joyful. But, you know, we need to do that. We need to consider play. We need to actually, I think, put it into our schedules. Oh, you have to schedule it. Yes. Especially as a busy professional, you know, we will schedule things like, you know, appointments, um, classes that we're taking, uh, you know, meetups that we have. Those things have to go in our schedule or usually they don't happen. And then there's the things that we automatically do, you know, like um, brushing your teeth every day. We don't <laughs> have to put that in our schedule, but we do it because it's good for our health. Mm -hmm. And so if people realized the importance and the how beneficial uh, play and fun and joy and laughter is, you know, it needs to become more automatic. And if it's not automatic, we need to schedule it. Mm, I love that. The automaticity of fun. That's really cool. Um, because we do, we forget about it. it falls off the schedule. I tell clients this all the time. Yeah. You've got to put your self-care in the schedule and fun is part of self-care because it needs to be enjoyable and fun. That's why people lose their zest for life. They lose their joy because they are no longer doing or embracing the things that they once loved, especially the things that they loved doing as a kid. So I feel like that's powerful.
It is so true. And it's unfortunate. I mean, the world that we're in today, and this is this is why I'm doing what I'm doing, because there seems to be such a heaviness out there. You know, there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of divide. There's a lot of just anger and so much rudeness I see on social media, you know. But mm-hmm. then I also know people are just burning out uh, from their jobs. And so we need we need this more than ever because it brings people together. It lightens the mood. It does so many incredible things in our brains and in our bodies that um, it, it just, it drives me crazy because I feel like <laughs> companies don't get it still like the data is out there the data (laughs) is there and we're still just you know driving people to burnout and it's so true yeah you're absolutely right tell us about how you got started with this because i love what you say in your bio um because you were a former fortune 100 work zombie i love that (laughs) (laughs) and you just had to discover the prescription for happiness and the cure for the common life so tell us what drove you to that and and to doing this which is such enlightening work (laughs) well thank you um yeah the uh that's the best way I can describe it. And for those of you out there in the workforce, you know, if you can relate to that work zombie, I mean, that is when you're just going through the motions anymore, you know, and it's just day to day, you've lost all passion and zest for your job, for your life. And it's just, you're on autopilot. You're a zombie, you're a work zombie. And that's, I feel like what I had become. I mean, I was in corporate America for 25 years. And while I loved the people that I worked with, I I really at the heart of it wasn't in love with what I did. Mm-hmm. And so when those things don't align, you know, that's when you start going towards burnout and just you lose all passion for what you're doing. And that's really the, you know, that's the life inside of you that gets you out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So that did not align for me. And um, it took me a long time, obviously, 25 years later <laughs> to wake up to that and to realize I I can do something else. There's a better path for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I walked away right at the start of the pandemic, which <laughs> was an interesting time to wow. <laughs> start a new career, but um, best thing I ever did. Congratulations. That Thank takes you. a lot. You, you, It takes a lot of courage, right? And being brave and, and standing for what we believe in and doing it at, at such a time, which actually I'm sure you look back and say was the perfect time to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and it also made me so aware of, I mean, what, what a time, you know, with the pandemic where people were realizing or just burning out, mm-hmm. realizing that what they were doing wasn't really what they wanted to be doing. I mean, more people have walked away from their jobs in the last few years, I think, than in a very long time. Um, and so it, it certainly is the perfect time to... I want to... I saw all the people around me, you know, in my career, uh, colleagues, coworkers, and myself included, just burning out. And so... That's when (laughs) the irony is what I do now in teaching people how to inject fun into every area of their life, 
I was doing that all along. Like I was the silly one. I was always the one turning, you know, the meeting into a game or coming up with some (laughs) creative, you know, thing. And my clients loved it, but I was always in trouble. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I know. And I was always told that people didn't take me seriously, that I was unprofessional, that I would never get ahead. And so I, had this belief instilled in me that I think a lot of people do that fun is bad. And that Mm -hmm. if you're not, um, if you're having fun, you're not getting work done. And I think it couldn't be farther from the truth. I think that the real way to get serious results is to get serious about fun. I love that. Amen. I think that's so fabulous. <laughs> it's definitely that way in corporate America too. Cause as you know, I spent, you know, a decade there. Um, but it, there's there's such a level of freedom too that comes with being able to express who we really are. See, that's who you were from the beginning, right? You were always that. You were dubbed as that, right? Yep. And so, again, we go back to who we are deep inside. You were probably that way at school too, kidding around, getting yelled mm-hmm. at for talking. You know, I was always the one doing laps at the because the cheerleading coach was always yelling at me for laughing and making jokes, and so go do another lap. You know, so <laughs> it's who we are at our core. And when we can embrace that and then make it into a business, which is something that we want to do to share and give back and be of service to others, I can't think of anything that's much more empowering than that. It's been so rewarding, fulfilling, you know, personally, and and also a little um, justifying, you know, like, Mm. oh my gosh, I was (laughs) right, (laughs) you know, I like to be right. <laughs> Ask my we husband do. about that one. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Kind of. I love it. Anyway, yeah, that is, it was been very, um, just kind of neat to be learning about all this stuff and how beneficial fun is and really learning the neuroscience behind it and what is, what's going on with our brains and cognitively, you know, that makes us more focused, more motivated, gives us more energy, like so many wonderful things that can happen as a result of just tapping into that joy and fun and and uh, laughter. I love that. I think that's that's so fabulous. Um, you know, and and you talked about the neuroscience of it, which is some of the stuff that you're mentioning now. And I always talk about how our brains are wired, right? Because our brains are wired to keep us safe. And that's what yeah. they do best, right? So it doesn't want us to step out of our comfort zone. Doesn't want you to leave your job. Doesn't want me to leave my job or write my book or do any of those things. Or you start a show on ABC, right? It doesn't want us to. It wants to keep us small and in our comfortable safe space. Um, and and that's just you know the subconscious brain doing its work, right? Um, and I love that. But I think I love finding out the neuroscience because I talk a lot about that. Because you want to help people change, you got to get them to understand that we're all like that. It's okay. We're all like that. You just got to catch yourself when you do it. Ooh, hello, brain. Thanks so much for trying to keep me safe. But I got this. We're gonna have some fun now. You know. Um, so how do you? How do you help clients kind of get over that stumbling block where you said, you know, work is supposed to be serious and professional to to inject some fun there? Yeah, it's I'll tell you, it's tough with some people because of that, what's been inbred in us for so long. And that is that it's hard to not take yourself so seriously and um or to laugh at yourself, you know, that's probably one of the hardest things that people have to learn to do is to be able to laugh at themselves because there's so much 
judgment out there. And there's so much, I mean, especially when you're scrolling on social media and you're seeing everybody having the time of their lives. But the reality is everyone has stuff going on. You know, there's something that no one is above the family drama, the, you know, losing your job, the whatever health issues. There's something, there's always something big or small that everyone has to deal with. And the thing is, we can handle it with lightness. You know, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to crush us. It doesn't have to weigh on us so much. And that's certainly something I think a lot of people deal with is most challenging is that when things go wrong, um, they just let it crush them. Mm, yeah. And yeah. so when you bring in the the science aspect of it and the neuroscience behind that, it's just, it's little it's little things you can do on a daily basis just to rewire your brain. You actually can rewire your brain to have a better response to something negative, but mm -hmm. it takes practice and repetition. You know, like for example, um, this is one of the games we actually play on my on my game show. It's called the Wheel of Misfortune. <laughs> and you, you spin the wheel and uh, some negative circumstance pops up like, you know, maybe you're at a stoplight and the light turns green and the person in front of you doesn't go. And so usually your typical reaction is you lay on your horn and you might shout out in your car you're like, go, you know, <laughs> you're impatient like me. Um, yeah, the skinny and, one on the right. <laughs> yeah. And so when we do that, that's triggering these negative automatic responses. And so then when bigger, you know, things happen, the mm -hmm. family illness, abuse, addiction, I mean, there's so many horrible things that we have to deal with as humans. Um, then that, again, is the automatic response. So when we practice reframing that, reframing is a technique used in cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, so now a different response to that person at the stoplight might be, oh, they probably are thinking about their sick grandmother. That's why they mm -hmm. didn't go. Or, mm -hmm. oh, it's a good thing they didn't go because they saved us from getting into an accident down mm. the road. Love that one. Yeah. yeah. Love that one. It wasn't meant to be, someone's trying to slow me down. I'll often say that if like, you know, a cute little old lady's in front of me, oh, how cute. She, she must be slowing me down for some reason, you know? Yes. So I love That's that. That's so great that you do that, Carrie. That is so hard for people to do, to reframe mm -hmm. when something negative is happening. Yeah, like that's you said, yeah, it's a knee-jerk reaction, right? It's pro mm -hmm. That's the programming. That's the path that's been a, a thick groove in our brains. And, you know, that's what I teach clients. How do you, it, it's not really people want to change. It's, it's more of a habit problem, right? It's just a habit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a habit. That's all it is. Right. Because when you think about, like we were talking about kids at the beginning of this, you know, kids just jump up and, and try it again. They don't let it ruin their lives, you know, and, and yeah. sometimes we just let things absolutely crush us. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the, that's one of the big secrets to happiness, you know, is changing your perspective, just mm -hmm. having a different response. Yeah. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Um, this is so fabulous. I know everybody's listening and hanging on your every word, but don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back after a word from our sponsor. Workers Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. 
free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good, the worker's way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. Ever notice how your brain automatically focuses on what's wrong in your life? Ever wonder why you find yourself telling the same old story about yourself over and over again? Tune into this high-energy show with author and mindset coach Carrie Rowan to find out how to retrain your brain to look for the good every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Carrie uses powerful storytelling, easy-to-use tools, and inspiring guests to exemplify how a simple shift in perspective can bring miraculous results. Join Carrie on a journey into your own transformation that will leave you feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to find the good every day of your life. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. It's a joy to read and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Hey, beautiful listeners. Are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Hello, welcome back to Look for the Good. We're here with Megan, the doctor of fun, and we are having a great conversation over here. Um, and we're talking a little bit about the neuroscience behind all of this funology that we're talking about, right? And um, I just love that. We love to talk about the neuroscience, so we can talk some more about that. And I was so curious, you, you told me a little bit about a story about your dad. And of course, you know, my whole book is pretty much dedicated to my dad and all the little um sort of sticky moment, sticky note moments that he would say, and just these little things about life and how I made that into a book. So I love the dad stories. And us as us little girls, dads are so important to us. And so share how that story really was a big piece of why you started this work and why it, it moved you so much. Yeah, my, my dad, um, my dad, died a pretty awful death and um you know he was we had a very close family we still are very close um but his uh this is something that for me 
when I left my career, right, because I was burning out, I didn't really put the pieces together until long after this happened. He he was 58 when his spiral downward started, but basically he was developing, you know, brain degenerating dementia, which at a at a pretty young age. And the last couple of years of his life, he he died right when he turned 60. Um when I look back on this now, knowing what I know now, it's so clear to me what happened with my dad. And just, I mean, I can remember he would get up and leave when it was dark and he'd come back home when it was dark. He worked himself literally to death. He'd be at the dinner table falling asleep. I mean, he just worked so hard. And when I think about those last couple of years of his life, when we had no idea what was going on with him, he just was behaving strangely and doing things. And, you know, now I am so filled with just so many regrets over it. And so there's there's really two things out of this, because not only is it the lesson of we can't be constantly working all the time. Okay. It is so important for life and for survival that we find those moments and are able to incorporate fun into our lives. I mean, they showed on scans that his brain had actually atrophied in many places. And like I said earlier, if you don't, fun can only activate certain parts of your brain um, with fun. And so that's why it's so important. But the second piece of it is the regret and what our family went through with this, because looking back on it, it's so clear that something was going on, but at the time we didn't know. And so we could have done more like what, what else could we have done? And I know I'm not alone in things like this, where we all have these family circumstances that are just horrendous and hard to deal with. And I still like, when I think about it, I I get so choked up and emotional over it because, you know, he's gone now. And so I have to use my own techniques <laughs> to trigger these, to be able to handle that, to be able to to carry on with my life and to let go of the guilt and regret. Um, and I know that so many people have, you know, just things in life that, like I said, just weigh on you and you can carry with you and we don't need to carry that guilt around and it's okay to live your life and it's okay to have fun in your life. Um, and so that that's a big part of why I'm doing what I'm doing because I know I'm not alone in that. <laughs> Absolutely. that That is so beautiful the way you put that because I know a lot of people can relate to that and those are hard emotions. Those are heavy. They're low down on the emotional scale, right? And, um, you know, and what do we do with that, you know, and how do we get over that? I, I totally understand what you're saying. And my dad was taken way too young too. And, you know, when we look back, it's amazing the whole 2020 thing, right? Like it just yeah. seems like we can see things so clearly, right? Right. But at the time, we're really not meant to be able to see those, right? Because again, we have to, we have to believe that, you know, there's somehow there is a bigger plan. And one of the things that I try to teach my clients is when you can assign a higher meaning to your pain, which is what you're describing, we can assign a higher meaning, then that can alleviate our pain, that can give us more of a feeling of that we're contributing, you're helping other people, right? You're of service with these amazing things that you're sharing and these very unique ways to make sure it doesn't happen to anybody else by bringing fun back into their lives. I mean, that's super, super powerful. So there's something to be learned. And I had to go back and, you know, 
years later, reframe what happened to my dad. We can't change what happened to our dads. Yeah. But what we can do is we can look at it differently and we can see the lessons there and the lessons they left behind and the things they were trying to tell us all the time since we were really <laughs> little that we really didn't get until they were gone, right? <laughs> and, yeah. And by sharing that with other people, it gives them the gift of being able to look now, right? Like, hey, look now at all the beautiful gifts that your dad or whomever that you have your grievance with or that you don't, that you just feel emotions about, um, you know, because it really helps somebody else. It, it, it alleviates somebody else's burden, right? And that's why I love this work that you're doing and the stuff that you're teaching people. It's really powerful. Thank you. Yeah. And I mean, it can be applied to so many different things, right? Because mm -hmm. I mean, whether it's a yeah, death in the family and illness, or, you know, we mentioned all the things that people we deal with as humans. And even just the smallest things, you know, your, your car gets rear ended, you know, I mean, these are things that we would normally re react to and potentially ruin our day. And it may not seem like it's that big of a deal, but it's the compounding of all these little things that then just weigh on us. And so if mm -hmm. we can find ways to make even those little unfun things fun, then we're reversing that. We're, re we're rewiring the mm -hmm. reaction and the response. And it, it makes such a huge difference. And that's, you know, again, going back to the neuroscience of all of it. I love that. I call it the emotional backpack, right? So like, and it's easy to think about it with kids because you can see it all over them when their emotional backpack, like you're starting to build, you just, you're carrying, you imagine yourself carrying this backpack and it's getting so heavy. And if you don't unload that thing, either your back's going to break or the backpack's going to burst open all over people. It's not going to be pretty. So, um, what's, great, what's the great visual? So it's like, how do we, how do we teach our kids? But how do we teach ourselves? How do we unload that emotional backpack? How do we get that stuff out of there? And I love this idea of using fun to do that, right? You know, and there's so many ways to do it, but, you know, a gratitude, uh, meditation, but fun is something we all know how to do. It's all inherent in us because we grew up having fun. That was our main goal, right? And so I love that because as you can unload that emotional backpack, it doesn't have to explode. You can unload it before it's full, right? And so I just, I love that idea. And that's what fun does, you know, fun, fun serves a huge purpose in our life, which is what I love that you're sharing with us now. It is so purposeful. And I don't know, it's possible that some adults have forgotten how to have fun or don't know what to do to have fun. Um, and so, I mean, I would invite anyone listening come play my game show uh we have designed it's it's free to play there's no prizes <laughs> say that Aww. there's no prizes <laughs> but the prize is that all of the games are specifically designed we use neuroscience and phonology which mm -hmm. you know is a I like to call myself the founder of phonology um you coined that phrase i love oh, it oh i did <laughs> <laughs> but basically it's it's a little you know, it's a little escape. It's a it's a time to come and just have some fun. But we design all the games that they specifically trigger these responses, um, you know, to 
release mood enhancing chemicals or to trigger neural connectivity and you know promote social bonding or sharpen your focus or your creativity but all the games are specifically designed to do this and you don't even know what's happening you're just there playing a game and having a good time and it's just i mean the level of energy from when you start the game to when you finish the game you can just noticeably tell in the room it's virtual so it's mm -hmm. it's 100% virtual um but everyone just is on cloud nine by the time it's over. Cause I mean, one of the games is called I'll do anything for a cookie. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from our practice round. Cause I'm going to be on your show. Remember? I yes, you are I'll do anything for a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And humdinger. Oh, this is a little tidbit. Uh, I want to share this with your listeners because this is, this is so cool. Um, okay. I'll ask this in the form of one of our questions. Okay. Uh, it takes 30 to 60 minutes normally, if you were to breathe normally for 30 to 60 minutes to circulate a certain amount of nitric rich air, nitric rich air will help, you know, protect us against pathogens and, and disease. Uh, it helps broaden your airways and uh, increase your blood flow. So it's, it's good stuff. Okay. So mm -hmm. when you're breathing normally, it takes about 30 to 60 minutes to circulate a certain amount of nitric rich air in your uh nose so guess how long it takes when you're humming to accomplish this mm, i love humming how long i'm gonna say 20 seconds oh my gosh great guess 10 seconds really oh yes. okay well you what know as a singer you know that's right that's right up lot, your alley so it sure is ah that explains a lot about you carrie <laughs> <laughs> because i mean it's such it, there are so many other benefits to humming so that's something that you know anybody can do anytime anywhere just hum away and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it will has so many benefits to well, our brains. I, it totally does and one of the things it does is it calms that vagus nerve right so that's yes. why singing and humming and anything where you're vibrating doing a kind of a meditation with an ohm you know um because you are stimulating that vagus nerve which is the relaxing calming nerve we want to try to yes. find ways to do that of course i should have realized you would know all about this i love it music <laughs> is so powerful i love mm -hmm. that that's a huge part of your life because music can change your mood in an instant. I mean, that's another little trick I like to tell people. If you're having a bad day, just put on a piece of music that you know puts you in a good mood and gets you moving. Oh, yeah. I have a dance party for one right here in my office quite yes. often. Got <laughs> <laughs> an important call? Let's have a dance party for one. Yeah, yes. music is one of those things. And when you combine it with something like go out, get in your car. You know when you get in your car, you put all the windows down. It's a beautiful day. You think you're in a bad mood. You're your favorite song comes on the radio and your hair is flying in the wind and you are singing. You don't have a care in the world. That is yeah. the fastest way to change your mindset, right? Completely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love music. Music is such a, it's so underutilized as a tool mm -hmm. to make us feel better. You know, it so really true. is powerful. Mm -hmm. So true. I've got one daughter and, um, you know, she's definitely a singer by nature. I mean, she grew up with me, put, you know, dragging my kids to to gigs at libraries and stuff. So my kids are all about music, but each in their own way. And even to this day, if she's feeling anxious about school or tests or something, she's got she all she starts singing and she's like it immediately snaps Instant. her right out. I yeah. love that. I it's love powerful. that. 
Really I have fun. another question for you. I have another trivia question. Yeah. This okay. is from our game. Uh, let's get quizzical. Okay. So if you were to add up let's the total. <laughs> I just got that. You like that? <laughs> oh, all our games. I have should have a names. bandana. We should wear yeah. a bandana when we play that game. Like a little. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> all right. Here we go. If you were to add up the total amount of time that a person complains within one day, <laughs> there would be actual physical brain damage beginning to occur after a total of how long? How long do you think? And it's not consecutive. This is uh, throughout the day. So if you were to add up the total amount of time that a person complains within a day, we actually start to have brain damage after how long? I'm going to say 30 minutes. You what? You are going to kill it when you come on this show. Where's my bell? I was looking for my ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that is exactly Did right. Did I get it right? Wow. You got it exactly right. It's 30 wow. minutes. And you know, even listening to someone complain has also been proven to have negative effect on your brain function. So really cortisol kills brain cells, people. That's the, you know, when you're feeling stress, mm -hmm. um, but laughter will actually reduce cortisol by 23%. So love it. 23%. And your brain doesn't know the difference if it's fake or real. So, so you true. could even pretend to start laughing and it's pretty contagious. It'll turn into real laughter. <laughs> it is. So isn't it amazing that, yeah. the, how that happens? You start laughing, forcing yourself to, I saw that somewhere and it was probably a post that you put up and you do just start laughing and then other people around you start laughing. I mean, that is the beauty. You ever watch those little videos of the babies that get that belly laugh? <laughs> those are my favorite. Something just triggers them and they do that deep belly laugh. Like, you know, they just go barely one. Like, yes, I love that. That makes me laugh instantaneously. This <laughs> is so fabulous. All right. We're going to have to break real quick for a message from a sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Megan. Workers Credit Union empowers members to achieve their dreams at any stage of life. With tailored products and services designed to enrich your financial wellness, Workers Credit Union gives you the tools to succeed, like high-interest checking, savings, and CD accounts. Free online and mobile banking help you budget and pay bills on the go. Financial coaching provides guidance when you need it. We encourage you to look for the good, the workers way. Visit us online at wcu.com or walk into your local branch. Hey, beautiful listeners, are you tired of the fast-paced life and want an easy way to help you find your calm? Then head over to the new Look for the Good Marketplace. It's chock full of hand-selected books, great classes, calming music, and special readings. All you need to help you move closer to a life you're tickled pink about. Just visit CarrieRowan.com and click on the Marketplace tab to find just the right item to soothe your soul today. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N.com. Are you tired of feeling stressed and stuck? Did you know that the stories we repeatedly tell can be the very thing that makes us feel worse about our life? In her best-selling book, Tell a New Story, host and author Carrie Rowan shares the five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. This is not your average self-help book. 
It's a joy to read, and it's interactive with QR codes for meditations, original songs, and how-to videos at just the perfect point in the story, which makes transformation easy and at your fingertips. So if you're ready to go from humming a sad song about your situation to finding your voice and whistling a new upbeat tune as you skip along with joy as the new soundtrack of your life, then get yourself a copy of Carrie's highly acclaimed book today. Go to carryrowan.com slash book to get your copy now. That's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Are you ready to consistently be in the flow of success? Build an abundant business, easily find your right clients, and feel good inviting them into your community to do business with you? If your answer is yes, then you want to listen to Business Success with Human Design with Nancy O'Keefe on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network every Thursday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Business Success with Human Design is a podcast designed to help you peel back the layers of who you've been taught to be and how you've been told to do business, moving you from overwhelm to a business model that aligns with your authentic self and feels right for you. Come and explore Human Design for Business with Nancy. Did you know 73% of employees are considering leaving their jobs and almost half of Americans fear being laid off in the next year? That's a lot of fear and anxiety mulling around the office. In today's environment, employees need easy-to-use tools and strategies they can count on when the atmosphere is making them feel less than productive. To find out about proven ways to help your employees turn their stress into success, go to carryrowan.com and sign up for a free wellness consultation for your company today. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Look for the Good. I'm here with Megan, the doctor of fun, and we are having a lot of fun and a lot of laughter here, which is good because it's reversing our cortisol levels, which we were just <laughs> talking about. So um, I know people are interested to know that because we don't even realize we're, we're in that fight or flight all the time, all day long, and we don't even realize it, right? And so that's what happens. That's how we get that build of cortisol. So I loved that laughter reverses that. So give some other ideas for other ways that people can bring some fun into their life. Yes, I know, because it's so important, but a lot of times people feel like they don't they don't even know what to do. Um, so I think we mentioned earlier, you have to schedule it. So setting an alarm, like set a little fun alarm, you know, and if you can have, there was actually a study done that showed that if you watch a particular kind of video, it will sharpen your focus, give you energy and improve your mood. Hmm. Guess what kind of video that is. There's millions of them out there. What kind of, an animal video? Yeah, a cat, cat videos. A cat video. Oh my God, I get cat videos. Funny all the cat time. videos. Yes. So, yeah, that. next time your boss is yelling at you for watching <laughs> funny cat videos, say, hey, I'm sharpening <laughs> my focus here. Yeah. I love that. I didn't know it sharpened your focus. That's really cool. Yes, there was an actual study that was done that proved that funny cat videos. Now, that doesn't mean that you can spend your entire day watching cat videos. <laughs> you just uh. use it as a little tool. Yeah, use it as a tool to, you know, if you're and that's the thing, like when we're stuck in something, if we're in the middle of a project or a deadline or mm -hmm. if we're dealing with something icky, that's the moment when we need to flip that switch, right? Grab that cat video, play that song, do something silly. Mm -hmm. Um 
yeah, so I have a couple props here. Here's a, this is one of my. <laughs> <laughs> you are so cute. <laughs> okay, I love props. I'm a I, huge I know you do. Props. I should have grabbed my props out. <laughs> I just put a, for those of you listening, um, I just put a little space hat on my head. Um, I have a whole closet full of props. This is a fun pen I like to bring to a very serious meeting. It's a huge it's probably, I don't know, a foot long pen and it says smile on it and it has a big happy face. So <laughs> it's bright yellow. <laughs> you're in a, when you're in a very serious meeting and someone needs a pen, give them a pen like this. <laughs> That's awesome. Can I borrow a pen? You pull this huge thing out. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I mean, I love go to the toy store. Just you got to surround yourself with some quick little things. This doesn't mean that you're acting like a clown and being a goof all the time. OK, mm -hmm. this is just bringing in some silly little things to bring a smile to your face. But laughter will actually increase your productivity, your motivation, your focus. So you're actually going to be able to get more done just by incorporating these little bits of joy and laughter. I love that. I really I got that. one more little tip I can Ooh, share yeah, too because sure. this is this is for all those couples out there. Uh my husband and I both work from from home and you know it can get very draining and just you know when you work from home there's no place in your in your house that isn't associated with something work related. Mm -hmm. So we have to incorporate a lot of fun and games into our daily lives. So I will send him a text message in the middle of the day when I know he's having a stressful day. And it says, I am hiding somewhere in the house. You have one minute to find me. <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. I love that. <laughs> it literally takes a minute to play this quick game of hide and seek and it's hilarious we have a lot of fun with that that one. is so fun wait you just reminded me of one of your videos that i watched and i actually used your tip your husband was going away and you put all these cute little notes in his bag and i used to do that a long time ago but somewhere along the way i forgot that that was fun to do so i did and i noticed he kept my note and brought it home with it and it was up in the closet so he must have liked my note so that was a great little tip just to leave oh a little my no, <laughs> I love that you did that. And I love that he kept the note. And see, that's exactly what you just said, that we forget sometimes. You used to do that a long time mm -hmm. ago, and we forget. And mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's through no fault of our own. We've got lots of to-do things on our list, right? And so yes. fun usually isn't one of them. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So let me help you. I have so many little tips and tricks I can share to remind you how to inject fun into your life. I love that I'm hiding somewhere in the house. You have a minute to find me. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that is so give me another fun one like that that you can do during the day because we both work from home here too. Okay. So my husband actually came up with what I call a confetti list. And this mm -hmm. is a whole list of little things that take less than five minutes to do. So one of the things on the list is color with crayons. I mean, as silly oh, as that is. I love that. It just brings out something, in, you know, it just brings out something inside of you that you don't normally tap into. And then you can go back to your work with a whole new level of focus and excitement and energy just based on five minutes of coloring with your spouse. I love that. It, there is, <laughs> that is so relaxing. That's why they have all these adult coloring books. But, you know, it's something about... 
again, you bring in all your senses. It's all, it's like a mindfulness thing because you're smelling the crayon, which remind, mm. I say crayon, which reminds you of when you were a kid. You you're reading, you're touching it, you're feeling it, you're touching the paper. There's so many things going on in your mind. You want to look at the colors now, and you want to look at the shading and all this. So, if you want to really you know pull that back, there's so much more going on than just coloring with crayons. Completely. Yeah. And I think that is something that is part of that misconception that people have about fun is that they look at it as frivolous, a waste of time, unprofessional. Whereas it really, when you look at what is happening in your brain and what it's doing for your mindset, for your body, for your confidence, for your health, it is critical. (laughs) It is so important. It's so important. And, and, I'm going to just share this little tidbit because recently I was reading something. Was, I love neuroscience too. And so it was talking about how we solve problems, right? And I often talk about asking better questions. It's it's one of my tidbits that I give to my clients. You ask better questions, you get better answers, right? Because when we ask the mind a question, it has to give us an answer, doesn't it? So one of the things that happens in our subconscious mind is when we ask a question, we pose, we're working on a problem at our desk, Right. And we don't have the answer for it. Well, what happens when you walk away? I might run up and change the laundry. Not that that's fun, but I guess it could be fun. It's getting me away from my desk, Uh right? I run up the flight (laughs) of stairs. I've changed not only, I've changed my physical state, but also my mental state and my focus, right? So I go up and I do something or I go out with a friend and I go for a walk. Friend calls, hey, can you walk? Yeah, in between calls, let's go for a walk. We go for a walk. We laugh. I come back. Guess what? The answer is right there. It's yep. right there. You didn't have it before. Have you ever noticed you go up and take a shower and come back? Um, so showers can be fun. So, you know, <laughs> because our brain, our subconscious needs the fun and the play in order to come up with the answer. Because we've already asked it, plant the seed, walk away, come back, you'll get a good answer. Exactly. That is, I couldn't have said it better myself. That is exactly what I preach and teach and shout from the mountaintops because, you know, it seems so typical, especially in the corporate environment to just, you know, when sales are down, when you're up against a deadline, when things aren't going well, the message is, push harder, work harder, stay late, work longer, you know, (laughs) and it's like, wait a second just back up two steps, do something completely unrelated, and you'll come back with so much more energy and focus and get so much more done. It's incredible. It is incredible. And yeah. it's fun too. And it's just every piece of mindset that I've studied forever, it did, it incorporates all that. You're changing your focus. You're changing your body. Two quickest ways to change you know, what you're doing. And then fun. You know, you're changing the vocab. Vocab of fun is different, right? So we're using different language if you want to talk about like NLP stuff. So now you're using fun language, words that you wouldn't normally use when your husband's looking for you in the house and you're trying not to laugh. You know, it's all these things that come into play that you don't realize the elaborateness of fun, um, even though it seems so simple, because it really is. It's more simple than you think to put it in your schedule. It is. And that's what is so, that's what's so gratifying and what's so frustrating about my message is that it is so (laughs) dang simple, (laughs) you know? (laughs) It's so true. And again, we, we forget about it. You know, when we drive by a park, get out of your car and go get on that swing set. You know what I mean? It's like, I love swings. I love swings. I used to, you know, when you kick your feet up in the sky, I still will get on it. Whenever I see one of those swings that can support me, you know, the big metal ones. Um, Unlike the one in my backyard, which we couldn't wait to flip over. We thought what used to be the game was to who could flip it over before my mom came out screaming (laughs) at us. (laughs) 
I have photos from my wedding day in my wedding dress on a swing. Oh, <laughs> my I husband and I went on the swing. <laughs> yes, that's how much we love swings. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. We have so much in common. We do. We're going to have to do another show because you're so fun to have on. I'm so, happy to do that. Awesome. So tell us about your fun shop. Instead of a workshop, she has a fun shop. Don't you love that? <laughs> yes, we have enough work, right, people? Yes. So this is a fun shop and it's kind of an extension of what we were just talking about because I have so many clever, out of the box, fun, unique ways to make the unfun things in life more fun because it's easy to forget and it's easy to get caught up in the stress and the negativity. And so it's 90 minutes, it's free, it's virtual. You get a free ticket by being a loyal listener to Carrie's show and um, <laughs> just go to the doctorofun.com. The doctor, all spelled out, the doctorofun.com. You can get your free ticket there. But yeah, I just want to share more ideas um, for all those different areas of your life, whether it's health and fitness, your relationship, your job, all the things that you know can sometimes be challenging or tough. Yeah, because bringing a little brevity to the situation yes. just lightens everything, right? You ever been in a heavy conversation with someone and then you just think of something funny and you say it and it's a whole thing can just change, you know what I mean? Or someone does something wrong and they turn and look at you. Now, you know, especially a kid, you can yell at him or you can laugh because you've done it yourself. You know, you can turn a situation around so quickly. It is. It's magical. It really is because it can diffuse a situation that potentially could be, you know, tension filled or difficult. Humor is such a gift. It really is. It's magical. And as you started off saying, which stuck in my head, um, because my mom, one of her little catchphrases, because her mom used to say it all the time, who was a really funny lady. Um sense of humor. She'd say all the time, sense of humor. So like if something happened and I'm like stressing out or I've lost something, she'll be at my house and she'll be a sense of humor. So it's really, it's a great reminder. <laughs> yeah. We need our moms apparently at this age to even remind <laughs> me still. <laughs> I love it. So anyways, this has been so amazing. So don't forget, go over to the doctor. I'm going to spell it because we like to spell things on radio. The okay. doctor, D-O-C-T-O-R of O-F, fun, F-U-N dot com. So the doctor of fun, all spelled out like Megan said. So go there, sign up for the fun shop because I think that you will absolutely love it. And where can they watch your show? Where can they tune in? Yeah, you know, I was also going to say that if they would like to apply to be a contestant on the show, that's also Ooh. at the same place. Um and I also have a virtual studio audience for the game show, which is so much fun to be part of. And all of it is totally virtual. Uh, so the doctorofun.com is the best place to go. I'm all over social media. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. And YouTube is where they can watch the game show. It's mm. called Get in the Game Show. Mm -hmm. Get in the game is something I say a lot because we only get to play this game of life one time. And so you really got to get off the sidelines and get in the game. And so the whole show, Get in the Game show is, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, based on neuroscience and phonology. It's like a personal development game show. You don't even realize it's happening. It's a lot of fun. And um, our first episode premiered. Uh, we got 
to be featured on an ABC show. Um, we Woo. have a recur we have a recurring spot on part of an ABC show, which is very exciting. But you can catch the full length episodes on my YouTube channel. Get in the game show is all one word when you're searching on YouTube. Awesome. And I love that you also do corporate events, corporate seminars, corporate joy uh, yes. joy shops, um, fun shops. <laughs> That's I have, name I have something I have something called a joy shop myself. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> yes, I do. I do keynote speaking. I do training. I have some great trainings. If you work for a company, you need to inject some fun. Uh, it's a it's a great message I love to spread. So I would love to chat with you. I love that. Who doesn't need to inject some some fun? And I think I've renamed the show today to look for the fun instead of look for the good just oh, for today right. on your behalf. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so thank you so much, Megan, for being on. This has been so fun hanging out with you. And I know people have, are gleaning a lot of really great insights and some things they can do to build fun into their schedule today. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And absolutely. And I say, if you're listening to the show, keep listening because looking for the good is absolutely a key, the key to happiness when you can flip that script in your head about, you know, stressful situations and find the good. You're doing a, a wonderful thing here, Carrie. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, thank you, Megan. It was great to have you. And remember, everybody, it's never too late to live your best story. Be well. Thanks for tuning in to Look for the Good with your host, Carrie Rowan, best-selling author and mindset coach. Join us every Monday at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. right here at Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. If you weren't able to catch an episode, no worries. Just visit our website to find all the archived episodes of Look for the Good on demand so you don't miss a thing. And remember, it's never too late to live your best story. For additional resources or to find out about how you can work with Carrie directly, visit CarrieRowan.com for more details. This is Dream Vision 7 Radio Network, uniting mankind with universal love. Our shows are created from the heart, bringing each listener to a place of divine enlightenment. Breathe, relax, and enjoy. Let life flow.